Hey guys, welcome back to the Toxic Mom Podcast. This podcast is about Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallow, who went missing in September of 2019. I am going to break this up into two separate podcasts. I'll put this one, you're listening to this one now, and the next one, part two, will be next week. I'm doing that because there's a lot of information and I don't feel like it would be a good idea to jam pack it into one. So this podcast will talk about the mother who's the center of this case, Lori Vallow Daybell. And then next week we'll discuss the children of hers that went missing in September of 2019. So who is Lori Vallow Daybell? Lori Vallow Daybell is a woman who was born in California in 1973. She was married five times. She has three children out of three marriages. Her one son's name is Colby. Her daughter, Tylee Ryan, and her adopted son, Joseph Jackson Vallow or JJ. Tylee and Colby are her biological children. JJ is not her biological son. However, she did adopt him when she married her fourth husband, Leland Charles Anthony Vallow. He goes by Charles. We'll discuss that a little later on. Tylee was born in 2002 when she was married to Joseph Anthony Ryan. That marriage did not last long. She was only married to him for four years. In the midst of that marriage, she accused Joseph Ryan of abusing her children, both physically and mentally. In particular, she accused him of sexually abusing both of them and also accused him of being abusive towards her. There were some mental health experts that had to come in and interview the two children, Colby and Tylee, and they were not convinced that any abuse went on. They were concerned that the mother had made all of this up and warned the court. The person they really should be looking at is Lori, and they really need to keep an eye on her. Her husband at the time, well, divorced her her ex-husband at the time was trying to fight desperately for custody of Tylee. The judge granted Lori full custody and gave him visitation. He was not really happy with that, but there was really not much he could do. She did a lot of moving around, did a lot of things to try to really keep him away from Tylee because she was accusing him of some very heinous crimes. Her brother, Alex Cox, I want you to remember his name, at one point attacked Joseph Ryan. He tasered him and threatened to murder him. He pled guilty and was sentenced to 90 days in jail, which he served in Austin, Texas. And that was in the mid 2000s, not long after they divorced. Joseph Ryan unfortunately died and his death was deemed natural causes. His sister, who is obviously Tylee's aunt, was very upset at how she found out her brother had died because she said nobody notified her. 
She did not get notified until about a month after he died for someone to come and claim the body. He was found in his apartment a week after he died. Neighbors had walked by and one of the dogs smelt something coming from the apartment. So they called 911. They went in and they found him deceased. He was in a pretty decomposed state at the time, but they were able to autopsy him and they determined that he died from blood clots. In the beginning, I think his sister was okay with that diagnosis. However, as things started to turn and she started to see Lori, she had already she was already uncomfortable with Lori after she accused her brother of molesting his own daughter. But she said she didn't like the way Lori knew that her brother died, but never notified her. Instead, again, she got notified from the the detectives or the police to come identify his body. She remained in Tylee's life even after her brother had died and after all this nonsense that went on with court. She was uncomfortable and she made that known. After she divorced Joseph Ryan, she then met a gentleman named Leland Charles Vallow, who went by Charles. She married him in 2006, and they had adopted Charles's nephew when he was an infant, and he was diagnosed with autism early on in his life. Friends of Lori and Charles said that he was a handful, but Lori was very patient with him and very sweet and endearing. And in fact, they said that she was very patient and sweet with children altogether. She moved to Hawaii a couple of times and her and Charles did set up to live there long term. However, they had to come back to Arizona or Texas rather because Charles said the things that JJ really needed weren't made available to him on the island. So they came back. And um, that's when things really started to get shaky with that marriage. There was a time where Charles had flew out for business, came back and Lori had packed up a lot of belongings, including some of his. He had no idea where she was. She also cleaned out their joint bank account of $35,000 and the children were missing. So he contacted the police and I will play a clip from one of the times he did interact with a police officer once he came back and discovered his belongings were missing. He had voiced concern because he noticed that Lori's behavior prior to her leaving was becoming more erratic and bizarre. And before they got married, um, Charles agreed to convert to the LDS sector of religion for her. And he was convinced that she was becoming brainwashed. And here's a clip of what he said to police of the, when the night he came home and discovered his children and his belongings were missing. Charles, I don't know who you are, what you do with Charles, but I can murder you now with my powers. Has she been to the doctor? 
she won't go to the doctor because she's a translated being and they would find out she's translated. She cannot be killed. She cannot die. I'm going to play that again so you guys can hear it. It's a little muffled, so I'll play it again. Charles, I don't know who you are, what you do with Charles, but I can murder you now with my powers. Has she been to the doctor? She won't go to the doctor because she's a translated being and they would find out she's translated. She cannot be killed. She cannot die. So there you kind of have what was going on in that marriage. It wasn't really kosher at this point. And he claimed in different interviews that she was under the impression that her husband was no longer her husband. His spiritual well-being was taken over by demons and he was obviously concerned those concerns sort of got swept under the rug it seems because lori was called in after they did locate her with tylee and jj and they were convinced that the couple just needed to separate for a little bit and clear the air So they weren't concerned of Lori's mental state. Charles had filed for divorce at this time and he contacted a lawyer. And because she had cleaned out the bank account, it took him a while to come up with the retainer fee, but he did come up with it. And that lawyer made a comment that Charles told him if anything was to happen to him, It was because Lori and her brother, Alex, killed him. The lawyer's spidey senses went up and he was concerned. Few weeks after he filed for divorce, he contacted his attorney via email and said that the divorce was off. So he didn't want to go through with it. He apparently was working it out with her. The lawyer said in an interview that he was very concerned about that given all the stuff that he knew and things just really started getting worse after he decided to stay with her. And then ultimately it just fell apart and they did get divorced. Now in the midst of that, she meets her fifth husband, Chad Daybell while she was still married to Charles. And Chad Daybell was also still married at the time that he met Lori. Lori was very into the LDS church and she came across quite a few of Chad Daybell's books and her friend, Melanie, I want you to remember her name, Melanie Gibb said that she was obsessed with them. Her and Melanie did a podcast. It was Melanie's podcast. And there were times where Chad would come on and be a guest. And she noticed that the two of them had a very strong spiritual connection. But then it turned into love soon thereafter. So after Charles and Lori separated, there was an 
an event that occurred which turned out to be in the demise of Charles. He was confronted by Alex, her brother. He was coming to pick up JJ for his ordered visitation. And he was confronted by her brother. Tylee and JJ were present at this event that took place. The brother accused him of charging at him with a bat. There was some words exchange, a physical altercation, and he ended up shooting Charles and killing him. And so I will play a clip, however, of something else that Charles said to another detective after he decided that he really did need to go through with this divorce. I tried to support her as much as I could, but it's gotten really, really bad. I mean, she's had a break. She says, I'm Nick Snyder. I've taken over Charles' body, and Charles has been killed. I'm going to kill you. You're going to murder today or tomorrow. So you can kind of see her husband's mental state. He was completely exhausted and at a loss, and he really was trying to reach out to try to get some help for his situation. Even though Tylee was not his biological daughter, he was also very concerned of her well-being because he had been in her life for, for some time. And there was not much he could do on that aspect because he didn't legally adopt her, but he was really trying to focus the police attention on Lori and those children. And unfortunately, he ended up dead. And um, it just was very sad because he notified his attorney that he felt that his life was in danger. He went to the police several times and it seemed like nothing was being done. And then unfortunately, he ended up dead. Now, there were no arrests made after he was killed by Lori's brother. And his family just could not understand that. The people that were the eyewitnesses there are all deceased. JJ, Tylee, and her brother, they were, they're all gone. So the three people that saw what happened really could not if they wanted to do another investigation on what really happened, they really could not because the three people that were at the scene of the crime, again, are no longer here. One interesting thing I found out from research was after he died, Charles, Lori tried to collect a million-dollar life insurance policy but was taken off of his policy and she was unaware of that. So he really was getting his ducks in line. He felt his demise was coming. So in my opinion, he didn't want to award Lori with his death. So he removed her from his life insurance policy. 
She did collect life insurance from her third husband, who's Tylee's dad, a six-figure sum. So, But she was pretty much banking on this million-dollar policy, but surprise, surprise, she was taken off. After Charles died, she packs up Tylee and JJ, and she moves to Rexburg, Idaho, where the relationship between her and Chad really, really started to pick up. She rented a day, she rented a townhouse, excuse me, and she enrolled JJ and Tylee into school up there. And they really started to move forward with certain things. But keep in mind, Chad was a devoted Mormon who was still married. So there's really nothing that they could do at that time. His wife, Tammy, on October 9, 2019, reported on Facebook that she was shot at in her driveway by a masked man who had a paintball gun. And then 10 days after that, she allegedly died of natural causes. And they took his word for it because she went to sleep, according to him, with a terrible cough and she did not wake up. She was not autopsied at the time. However, two months later, in December of 2019, Tammy's body was exhumed and autopsied. The results were concluded in February of this year, but they have not been made public. And to this day, her family is still unaware of what they found. I'm not sure if they're going to be releasing that information anytime soon, but a special prosecutor was brought in in regards to that. Her family's upset because of a lot of things. I'm not sure from what I've read that they're buying what Chad is selling as far as her having a cough and going to sleep the next day and waking and not waking up. So that remains to be determined what they found when they did exhume her body. And thank goodness they had a body to exhume and that she was not cremated. So that would have just been a very big loss for the detectives. So now that his wife is gone, he is free to marry. Lori and him married November 2019 in Hawaii. And when they both got to Hawaii, they notified their friends that Ty Lee had died in 2017. If you remember, her and Charles lived in Hawaii for a little bit. So they were familiar with who she was and they were familiar with Tylee and they were familiar with JJ because the reason that they came back to live in inland was because Charles said that the island didn't have the adequate stuff that he needed 
for his autism diagnosis. So when they got back, I don't think the friends really questioned what happened to Tylee, but there was some comments made that they were happy that they would be empty nesters. So um, that is that. This is where things start to turn in not a good way. After the two of these people got married, some red flags and some concerned individuals from both of their families started to come into question and police were notified. And that's when we will discuss next podcast, which I'll put out next week is the disappearance of Tylee Ryan and JJ Vallow that occurred in September of 2019. And remember that Chad and Lori were married in November of 2019. So what are you guys thinking? Are you seeing a pattern here? Are you still have lots of questions? It's going to be a lot of stuff in the next podcast surrounding the disappearance of her two children. So as you guys always do, send me an email. Let me know what you think. You know I read them because I respond back to everybody. The Toxic Mom Podcast at gmail.com. And let me know what you think of Lori so far. And boy, are you in for a ride next week when we start to really peel off the layers to this very dark, sad story. So I will end it there. And what do you guys think? Do you think Lori is a toxic mom? Send me an email. We'll chat soon.